the know for Monday, February 21, the 52nd day of 2022. There are 313 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. And we'll get you started on a big week. Plus, we'll have a visit from Colonel Debbie Childress. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Today is what? Other than Monday, it is uh, President's pre- Day. President's Day. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not President's Day. It's Washington's birthday, and retailers have renamed it President's Day so they can have their President's Day sales. So, because we don't technically celebrate Lincoln's birthday. But we do celebrate Washington's birthday, which is today. It just, the lines got blurred. So on the federal level, today is officially known as Washington's birthday. Washington was the very first individual American whose life was officially celebrated with a holiday. It was not until MLK Jr. did we celebrate a specific individual. But now we just kind of have gotten into the habit of calling this President's Day. There are lots of sales out there today, uh, so... You can get out there and shop or do whatever you're going to do, but it is technically Washington's birthday is the federal holiday. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Morgantown. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, Good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Don't go to the mailbox today. Okay. Because it's Washington's birthday. Ah, uh, no mail. It's a federal holiday. There's no there's no mail today. Um, also, it's a banking holiday, so don't try and go and uh, cash any of your pennies into the change machine and turn them into dollars. Uh, that won't work today. The New York Stock Exchange is closed today, so your 401k is safe. That's good news. Uh, the post office won't deliver mail. As I mentioned, government agencies are closed. Lots of schools have the day off. and But most restaurants and retailers and other people are open because they go, yeah, let's call it President's Day and have big, have big huge sales to get with see if we can get people spending some some money um they also play basketball on on they do on uh on washington's birthday yeah no greater no (laughs) no greater gift than spending potentially four days in morgantown in one week especially washington's birthday no no greater place to spend it than uh, i mean they're south of the green south of the green river that they don't have a big party there every year you'll want to be back home before the widespread rain begins and returns tonight there is a flood watch uh, in effect for tomorrow in fact the flood watch is uh, begins late tonight and runs through about uh, i think noon middle of the day tomorrow now uh, our friends at wave are saying 1 to 3 inches of rain if you zero in that's regionally if you zero in on uh, Grayson County, I think it's more likely to be closer to an inch of rain rather than closer to three inches of rain. But, of course, you may individually, locally, may get some different totals than that. Uh, then Thursday is another day of uh, potential rain that later in the day on Thursday could finish as a combination of rain and snow. Uh, luckily, I don't think they're talking about sleet or ice or anything like that. And I don't think we're talking about necessarily any accumulation, but we could see a large amount of precipitation on Thursday. But we'll need to check in again sometime tomorrow to see what uh, Thursday is looking like. But increasing clouds throughout the afternoon today, already cloudy here in our neck of the woods. But afternoon showers or closer to evening showers tonight. 30% chance high of 66 today, rain and 57 tonight with a 90% chance of rain and then a 100% chance of rain tomorrow and a high of uh, 66 or so. So could get, may hit 68 degrees uh, this afternoon. So, um, you know, at least it's uh, at least it's not rainy and cold. Rainy is bad enough. Cold is even worse. The United States says Russia is closer to invading the Ukraine 
but the Biden administration has pledged to meet with Putin, but only if they do not invade. And so Russia on uh, yesterday rescinded their earlier pledges to pull tens of thousands of its troops back from the Ukrainian northern border, which is, you know, getting the attention of a lot of people. They're doing some some war games and signaling of where they are. And, you know, uh, again, I don't know how many how much Americans are paying attention to this, but uh, you say, well, why does it why does it matter? Well, it matters because um, if if Putin is able to reconstruct the old former Soviet Union, then that's a bad thing. The independence that uh, those uh, Kazakhstans and um, those areas had been able to to have as a result of uh, busting up the former Soviet Union, but in particular, Ukraine and Crimea. And what one of the things Putin is doing is he's banking on our reaction to how they, when they annexed Crimea, that we didn't really do anything, and we being the, the West. Uh, and so we said, well, I mean, we're probably not going to do anything either if you go ahead and take Ukraine. We're going to say that it's bad, and we're, we say, hey, don't do that, and there are going to be some sanctions, but will we actually draw a line in the sand? I don't know, and I think that there's a level of the there's a level of Putin that sees the U.S. exit from Afghanistan and sees how we botched that, and I think he is because he's an egomaniac thinks that if um, that maybe we'll handle this situation the way we handle our exit from Afghanistan, and so he considers us vulnerable. But you say, well, why is it important? Well, it's important because if Putin is successful in expanding his footprint in Europe, then that may signal to other wannabe world superpowers around the uh, world to say, well, if America is not if America is not going to be the tip of the spear on keeping us in check, then we may look for other areas to expand around the globe, like China. China may try to expand into other other areas, and that would be problematic for uh, generations going forward. Speaking of China, the Beijing Olympics came to a close last uh, last night. Well, they were on they were on uh, network television last night. They happened for us early yesterday morning is when they actually uh, were were live. And I will tell you um looking back on the Olympics, uh, I I'm a major Olympics fan. Um that lady over there will tell you if it's on <laughs> I, if it's on, I'm watching it, and because I'm so, so pro true. pro Team USA, and um, it only happens. You can get the Summer Olympics every four years. You get the Winter Olympics every four years. They're on a two year stagger, so every two years you've got the Olympics you can cheer for. But I will tell you, for whatever reason, I watched less of the Olympics this year than maybe any year that I can remember in my in my lifetime. Um, I know you're you're batting your eyes thinking that's hard to believe, but if yeah. you'll look at just the number in the last three, two and a half weeks, the number of times that we have watched television together that was not the Olympics, I think you'll see that that's a greater than normal amount of time that if the Olympics were on, I'd say this is appointment television. Now, there are a couple of reasons for that. Uh, I was not one of those not one minute people. I was not one of those. I'm sitting out the games because of this and that and this and that. I just I, I don't. I don't find that to be um, effective, and 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 I loved Team USA too much to to say no. I'm not going to pay any attention to that. Some of it is the av- availability of the content. Is that because it was just load the DVR was just loaded? I could I could watch it when I wanted to if it was there. It was like okay, the figure skating debacle. I think kind of. Cast a dark shadow over it. the Chinese, the China aspect of it. Cast a dark shadow, and so I just didn't spend as much time with it for whatever whatever reason. And I think in the end, the Team USA didn't do very well. I just think there were not. Michaela Schifrin was, uh, you know, she didn't she didn't capitalize on her opportunity. Uh, Sean White didn't get a medal. Of course, he's thirty five years old, and the kids that won medals are half his age. That's not his fault. But there was just not that. Other than women's bobsled, there was just not that. Hashtag Marka moment, except for Nathan Chin winning the gold medal See, in I, I men's bar- figure skating. I barely watched any of it. The entire didn't really watch any of it at all. It just wasn't. I don't know. I'm more of a Summer Olympics fan, anyways. Yes, America and, and, and America is obviously much better at the Summer uh-huh. Olympics. Yeah, but I always like basketball, and I like always. I feel like the Summer Olympics have more of those random sports too. Yeah, 
Yeah. Because I feel like the Winter Olympics has like the same six sports, and it's just kind of like little little differences. We're just going to ski one. at different distances uh-huh. or from Snowboard, a little higher. We're going to do a little different. A little, I got uh, it. Figure skating. Oh, now there's a second person in there. You know, I can see that. The thing I always loved about the Winter Olympics is that. We were always the underdog. Team USA was always the underdog historically. Nor- Norway won. Is yeah, Norway always has. Of course, look, all they, everything <laughs> they do is on snow and ice. Well, I did. I did see a tweet from somebody that said that they were upset why none of the Southern Hemisphere teams did much. <laughs> well, I mean, the bobsleds are good for wrecks. You know, we saw some of those, and including the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, well, not Southern Hemisphere, but uh, the Bahamas. Uh, you know, we got to see I'd no say- the Jamaicans, oh, the Jamaican yeah. bobsled team. But it. Um, yeah, it just okay. And I'm just so over the the. I, I just want to see people in the stands again. I want to the there there wasn't as much of a media presence, so therefore you didn't get as many stories. It wasn't. I just didn't have the. Same I'll be feeling. curious to see what. And I know you probably don't care as much about it, but in the fall slash winter when the World Cup comes, which is later on this year in Qatar, what what crowds will look like then? Will it be 130 degrees? No, since that's why they're doing it in November. Oh, Usually they be, do it in... It'll be seasonal. Correct. I'll be okay. I'll, I think I'd be... If we have a fighting chance in the World Cup, I'm interested. That's I know that just, they're they're really close to qualifying. I think they need just one or two more things to happen. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II has COVID for the second time. Well, at least the second time. She has tested positive for COVID, has mild symptoms, apparently large of a bigger outbreak in, around her circle of people. So 95 years of age, just celebrated her 70th Jubilee. Uh, it was a rough week for the royals. Uh, Prince Andrew settlement lawsuit over his uh, controversy. And uh, so anyway, the, hopefully the, the queen continue to, to do well and will be uh, little impacted by COVID-19. The assistant chief of the Hardensburg Police Department, something closer to home, the assistant uh, chief of the Hardensburg Police Department has been arrested on a DUI charge. Bruce Anthony was arrested Friday night by the Breckenridge County Sheriff's Office uh, just west of Breckenridge County High School. He had responded to the area on an unknown call when officers detected the odor of alcohol coming from him. He was also unsteady on his feet, according to a police report, was given a field sobriety test and arrested. He told WDRB that um, he made a mistake and will be entering a 30-day alcohol treatment facility. He is a candidate for sheriff this year and also had briefly led the Breckenridge County Sheriff's Office in 2019 when then-Sheriff Todd Pate uh, got his second DUI. So, um, odd odd circumstance over there. A Kentucky woman has been charged with assault and other crimes in connection with last year's insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. 42-year-old Shelley Stallings of Morganfield was arrested without incident Wednesday in Owensboro, citing um, statements from the FBI and the Kentucky Department of Justice. She is accused of using... Pepper spray on officers attempting to secure the Capitol last January. Her charges also include entering or remaining in a restricted building or grounds with a deadly or dangerous weapon, disorderly or disruptive content in a restricted building, and et cetera, et cetera. So more than a dozen other Kentucky residents have been I hope that arrested. there's like some semblance of a documentary on how the FBI did this. You know there'll have to be, don't you think? I would eventually? watch it. I would watch it. I think it'd be really interesting just to see how they cuz I mean, they're breaking down so much footage and every it's it's really interesting. And we just, you know, we're reporting on the Kentuckians involved. Uh-huh. There were people from, you know, all over the country that they're having to go through and dissect, but then also unable to solve the riddle of the bombs that were left there, you know, the bombs that didn't go off that were left on the side of the street. And so they still don't know who placed those. So they've got all this footage, and they're able to make these arrests, but there are still some very important riddles that have uh, yet to be yet to be solved. A Tennessee man has been indicted after being accused of stealing roughly $10,000 worth of sports cards from a store in Kentucky. So uh, 38-year-old Jason Cates from Knoxville drove to Lexington, went in a sports card store, stole $10,000 worth of stuff, drove back to Knoxville, sold it online, said he didn't have to pay full price. Yeah, of course he didn't. Um, and that's true, by the way. He did not pay full price for uh, the items and then sold them online. But he is currently in Georgia after allegedly breaking into a separate sports card store and stealing an estimated $200,000 worth of merchandise. Mm. So, I mean, 
we say this, but I mean, ten thousand dollars that could be one baseball card. Yeah, <laughs> so it could de- literally be depending not a lot. upon depending upon is. what uh-huh. it was and two two hundred thousand dollars that is, could be uh, one baseball card as that, well. That could be. <laughs> Uh, probably not, but certainly. Might certainly have a Honus Wagner or something. A WKU, after having a really rough, uh, the majority of their men's basketball season, have kind of rebounded a little bit. They've kind of dialed it into five or six guys that are trying to hold the ship together. And uh, Western got past Old Dominion 73 64. Davion McKnight had 23 points. So the tops look like they were a sinking ship, but at least they've. Leveled out for the moment. Of course, Davion McKnight's leading them. I don't know. You know who his high school coach was, right? Um, Chris Gaither. Of course he's oh, good. Oh, yeah, that's right. Davion has uh, played at Collins. That's yeah, exactly so right. so of course he's good. Hey, what a day on Saturday. Uh, Cats were without both. They were without their tandem starting uh, guards. They were without Ty Ty Washington and Xavier Wheeler. So they knew they were already sort of uh, maybe fighting with one hand tied behind their back. But, the, you know. Cats rallied to take the lead by one at halftime after not looking great and then uh, went out to just uh, get a really impressive victory. The Kellen Grady three where he wasn't looking, they passed it, it bounced off his backside, he just picked it up and threw it in, is going to go down as one of my favorite plays in a while. The old adage of every dog finds a bone. But the thing is, he was already already hot. Uh Well, you kind of knew that when that happened, you're like, okay, it's it's. Cat's got this one. Yeah, Kellen, uh, or Granddad, as they like to call him, uh-huh. scored 25. Funny, because I think I'm older than him. Yeah, well, <laughs> some people call you Granddad, too. Uh, number four, Kentucky rally past Alabama uh, uh, by 25. So, uh, uh, number five, number 25, Alabama. So four games, well, we got four games left until the SEC tournament. Honestly, I Something hadn't, even, like that. hadn't even considered that. The uh Cougar girls. Uh, so we had Hancock County on Friday night. Sam had the Cougars fair in the regular season uh, well, finale. The, the Lady Cougars lost by 10 points, something along the lines of that. But it was a much closer game. Uh, Hancock hit some free throws down the stretch. And game two, though, the, the, the thing that you want to talk about the most is Keegan Sharp became Grayson County's all-time three-point shot maker. So he finished. He had 200 career threes is that he passed in. He passed his head coach, Travis Johnston, who had the record, so he passed that. The Cougars did fall. But like we said, it really doesn't matter because right now every team in the state of Kentucky is 0-0 zero and zero because district tournament starts tonight in Morgantown. All right. And, and uh, we got Lady, Lady, Coug- Cougars? Lady Cougars at Butler County. So the Lady Cougars, the four seed. Butler County is the one seed. Butler County is the prohibitive favorite. In the district, so it's going to be a tough battle for the Lady Cougars playing on their on Butler County's home floor. But when these two teams played back a couple of weeks ago, Lady Cougars held it held it close for for pretty much until the end of the third quarter. So if if they're going to need to hit some shots, they're going to need a couple balls to bounce their way. But hey, you know what? As as we say, it's it's not March. It's not technically March yet, but it's March Madness, and anything can happen. When the ball's tipped in the air, you never know. And hopefully that they can keep things close. And you never know. Maybe a ball tips your way. Did Travis throw the ball up in the stands when Keegan well, broke the record? Well, it was interesting. There was one shot that Keegan made that was going to break the record. It kind of spun around and bounced out. <laughs> and I said, did you put like some sort of hex on it or uh, something to probably. see if it could last a little longer? Austin Sendrick won the Daytona 500 yesterday. NASCAR is back. The uh, Super Bowl and NASCAR season took place on uh, Roger Penske's 85th birthday. So congratulations to Team Penske. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Going to talk empty bowls. An important event going on tonight with our friends at the Grayson County Alliance. We'll tell you all about it coming up here on In the Know. Washington's birthday, or you may call it President's Day. I won't. I won't uh, get on you too much if you call it uh, President's Day. I think most people gave in and started doing that already. And it's also Single Tasking Day, a day to focus on one project at a time. So for the next few minutes, I'm going to do nothing but talk to our dear friend Colonel Debbie Childress from the Grayson County Alliance. 
Good morning. I'm all yours. Single tasking. <laughs> good morning. Awesome. Good awesome. to see you. Welcome back. It's good to be here. I haven't seen you for, uh, it's been a few, it's been a, well, I've not seen you in the studio in some right. time. We see you on the highway and waving at you with our full hand <laughs> when you drive by and see I all just the, salute when I see you. That's, that's <laughs> exactly right. I usually get in one salute so then I can, I'm good for the rest of yeah. the day. You call it covered for February. Yeah, she comes in there and says, attention. And everybody <laughs> snaps to attention. Yeah. You <laughs> had a busy have you had a really busy winter so far over at the alliance it's been consistent uh we've seen some families come back that we hadn't served for maybe a year uh and uh, people are transitioning all the time things happen uh but yeah we're staying consistently busy i know you know we see a lot of the traffic and we know that you you know you're adapting to uh needs and changing situations and as you mentioned you know you see people come back that for whatever reason they're their proverbial ox ended up in a ditch and they suddenly need services, uh, services again. But you, I would imagine that, um, that while you have your normal business that you do and your normal services you provide because of your, I'll call it an expansion project because it's going to give you the ability to expand services, but your reimagining and your redevelopment of your, of your campus is that, uh, also occupying some of the oxygen in your world? It, it is. We are starting to make some transition steps internally inside the building as we get ready. We've ordered some supplies for phase one. Uh, we expect some work to begin in the next month uh, to uh, help us get started on that transition for a renovation. But, you know, here we are in the middle of food pantry distribution. We're also in the middle of our free tax filing service. Uh, so programming continues. We just have to get creative with times and hours and internal locations. So we sometimes uh, give up a office desk to get the work done and uh, we just go from there. When I was a child, uh, the home that we lived in in Caneyville, my parents decided to add on and do a little bit of remodeling. But at the same time that that was going, we didn't have the ability to move somewhere else while that project was underway. And I remember uh, even then being young, I kind of remember some of the, the challenges and it was it was a logistical hurdle to be able to say to occupy that space while it was also being remodeled and added on to, et cetera. So is that going to be a challenge for you this year to maintain status quo in services while also reimagining your, your building? Absolutely. We may have to adjust some of our service days uh, based on when work crews are available to help us and things like that. But we kind of have plan A, B, C through Z in place uh, as we adjust. The staff is more than on board. It's going to be less inconvenient for me because I'm kind of a chaotic person. I, <laughs> chaos doesn't really bother me. It's just an opportunity to be creative. And, and But I have some staff that's pretty uh, orderly, which I need desperately. Uh, so it's going to be harder on them. But they are such troopers. We have done some amazing work recently with some uh, you get short-staffed when you have cold weather with volunteers. It's hard to ask a volunteer to come out and suffer through the cold with us, and ours are so great. But we've we've had some days that there's been low numbers helping us serve, and we've worked really hard. And, and my staff is resilient, and they care. They're kind, compassionate. So we're going to get the work done. I've got a great board supporting us, and they come in and help us with things. You do a very good um, you do a very good job of sharing. And I know the people who volunteer do a good job of sharing that when they show up as a group or in mass, they show up at the Alliance, maybe uh, helping with various things at the pantry. And, and, uh, and, and we see uh, them being active and busy and look, we're, we're helping out. Right. So that's, that's good. But as an outsider looking in, it could very easily give me the false impression that, all your needs are met sure. because you don't sh you don't post pictures of an empty frame <laughs> on days when you don't have volunteers that say, "Hey, look, nobody showed up to help us today." Like we don't get both sides of the spectrum. Right. So, for those of us who maybe would have a tendency to think, "Oh, there are people there; they're helping all the time." What's the reality? What what do you need from the community right now? We we definitely have a, a set of regular volunteers that are consistent in helping, but sometimes things come up for them or we have an increase in service that we need uh, more hands. It takes like 10 to 12 of us, of us to run food pantry distribution smoothly. It takes uh, ideally seven to eight of us to run the tax program smoothly. 
Uh, and so, cause there's always a phone ringing. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. somebody has got to man all that, make appointments, take people in. So there's something for everybody to do. And it's as easy as maybe you want to serve once a month and you have physical limitations, but maybe you can help us make our appointments that day as people leave. So there's lots of opportunities, but yeah, it, I, I probably don't do, um, we just do the work. We just get the work done. Cause sometimes when that need comes up, it's mm-hmm. so short notice uh, I have a short list of people that I can reach out to. Um, we, we've we lost some key volunteers uh, for various reasons. Some folks have moved. Some folks are uh, have passed away that were faithful with us. And uh, it, a lot of the folks that would help, they need after work hours. And that's hard that, you know, like we haven't figured out how to do that as well. I would imagine uh, in, the, in the same way that the community has gone through a season where at times we had above 33% positivity rate for COVID-19, then vis-a-vis 33% of your volunteer base, no matter what number that is, may be positive or may be quarantined or may not be able to volunteer because of health reasons. When you're dealing with a small number anyway, a third, you know, just using a nice easy round number, a third of a small number is a a lot more impactful than a third of a big number. Right. Well, and, and food pantry services, uh, you know, like I, I don't know specifically how many different volunteers we had at the food pantry, but in 2021, counting all of our fundraiser efforts, all of our uh, places that we do uh, distribution outside of the office, we had over 600 uh, indiv- different individuals serving at least an hour or more at the food pantry. Uh, it's over 15,000 hours of volunteer service. So the impact that volunteers are making is incredible for us. There's only four of us on staff. Everything is volunteer-driven. If it weren't for the volunteers, the, the food pantry would not operate. You know what I what what really um, warms my heart and um, causes me to have a whole lot of respect for the work that the Alliance does is that my observation is that the alliance, it appears to me, is the community's go-to when they're looking for a way to help out or be benevolent or looking for a recipient of some community service work that they're going to do. I just tend to notice how... And I know it's because of the gratitude, and you do a good job of telling the stories of what we do with the the bounty that you receive. But have you noticed how so many civic groups kind of, when they say we need to do something, that you all are the benefactor or the beneficiary of, of those benefactors? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I get lots of calls about from groups, and more so now that things are picking back up. It's so exciting to see the return of some of the groups we had several years ago. Uh, they want to come, and they want to make a positive impact. 2020, 2021 has taught us so much how, how important – uh, making positive impact, meaningful work, and volunteerism. And so, uh, yeah, we get a lot of calls. In fact, a lot of times groups will leave uh, working uh, at our office and then say, hey, do you know anybody else that could use some help? So we also try to make those connections with other nonprofits or another uh, other programming that takes volunteers to say, hey, yes, support them too. Because all together, if we're all pulling together as one, we're going to overcome all of these problems uh, and difficulties and barriers in people's lives and just become an overall stronger community. If you are nothing more than hungry today, you have a way to support the Alliance. I know that's a funny way of saying that, <laughs> but if you like soup and you are hungry, there's a very good way that you can help further the mission and the ministry of the Grayson County Alliance, and that's through your Empty Bowls event. Kind of tell us how, I know it's been going on for a few years, but what is Empty Bowls and the fundraiser? Okay, so Empty Bowls is a, a, a time to Remember and advocate and learn about the issue of hunger and support the food pantry. This uh, Years ago, when I came to the Alliance in 2016, the events team said, hey, we've wanted to do this for years. Uh, do you think we can make it happen? And I, I love new things, so we, we gave it a try. We started uh, in, I believe, 2016 doing empty bowls for the first time. And we bring together the community by providing a simple soup supper. It's not... A 14-course meal, okay? It is a bowl of soup, bread, 
dessert and drink. And if you come tonight to uh, St. Joseph's Parish Hall where we're hosting this event from 4 to 7, you'll have an opportunity to see 300-plus beautifully handcrafted bowls. So some of these are pottery. Some of these are ceramic painted bowls by community members. Uh, and you can get one of those along with your soup supper, and you'll walk away with a, uh, the knowledge that this community has an issue, but the impact you'll be making is about 100 meals for every soup supper we sell tonight. What I really like about over 300, by the way, is a very impressive number. It kind of like, wow, my eyebrows raised when you said 300. It means 300 uh, works of art have gone into this. Uh, what I like about it is the significance of one individual tiny um, uh, piece of art. The same way you do your tiny art project around art in the park, it shows the symbolism of how just the smallest effort that a group of people can make have a huge impact. So it's what one person made a bowl to be able as that that understands art to be able to serve people at this supper but when you group them together mm-hmm. you have more than 300 that's very impressive and i would imagine there's a bowl for every every taste every color every shape <laughs> yes. every theme every when you have 300 there have to be there have to be a lot if if you can't come and find something that uh, uh, inspires you or sparks your interest I would be completely shocked. Uh, it's such a diverse group. We had little bitty kids that helped make bowls. Uh, we had senior adults that helped make bowls. We had people that had never picked up a, a paintbrush before <laughs> that said, okay, I'm doing this, mm-hmm. uh, and made bowls. We had students uh, at the high school, uh, both in the marketing, uh, Miss Gary's marketing class. They came. We had a paint party there. Miss um, Dow's art department, her advanced pottery students have that will be providing amazing pieces uh, that they have handcrafted at the Grayson County High School. I saw where you have um, – there are two different opportunities. So the the empty bowls, the fundraiser, the soup supper is with with a uh, one-of-a-kind bowl, right? right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's yes. It, uh, yes. one-of-a-kind, yes. one-of-one yes. that makes it very valuable is, what, $25? Uh, that's a suggested donation. You get your supper and a keepsake bowl. Okay, well, I'm suggesting, I, she's suggesting, I'm telling you to do it, because um, I can do that. She she can't, I, but I can tell you, you have to do that. And um, But if you don't want a fancy bowl, and I can't imagine why you wouldn't, but just for whatever reason, if you don't need a fancy, if you're all full up with bowls. <laughs> if you're all fancied up. You still still got opportunity to sure. uh, to help and there's a different yeah. suggested donation for that yeah ten dollars for uh if you're not going to get a keepsake bowl and then kids are five dollars and 12 and under okay uh anything else there that we can like other than the bowls are there uh are we going to do uh any other any other things i need to know about at the event at the event you're going to see a lot of signage and about our sponsors for this event so we've had a lot of people come to us and say hey we want to support you in what you're doing we have a lot of new sponsors a lot of groups that came together and painted bowls became a sponsor too so you're going to see signs of uh, community folks that have sponsored our event uh, we're certainly thankful for those 48 sponsors and then the amazing soup we're going to have vegetable soup white chili potato soup and tortellini soup and so that this has all been provided locally and uh the desserts oh my goodness i have uh seen some pictures of those some mm-hmm. sweet treats and uh Cinnamon rolls and brownies and cake and I mean if if you just you you'll walk away happy just from the dessert table alone. Do you have to eat your dessert in your bowl or can you do it? No, separately? we actually recommend that you don't okay, actually use your good. keepsake bowl. Everything needs to be hand washed and carefully. <laughs> uh, we don't want you to rinse your design Not off. Not dishwasher safe. No. Okay. And then uh, the Knights of Columbus is providing artisan bread, so that fresh bread is going to be there tonight. So okay. I mean, listen, it's going to be a great meal, but more than anything everybody that participates and gets a keepsake bowl at that $25 is uh, helping us leverage about a hundred meals for each one and so the power is great we've also got Larry Elmore's bowl that's being auctioned off on our Facebook page 
Oh, okay. And so yeah. that's a Facebook-only Grayson County Alliance. It's a pinned post at the top. You bid on that post at 7 o'clock tonight promptly. That bidding will close. And Larry, again, will have uh, used his talent and energies for the Alliance and hunger with his Dragon Ball and help us raise some money. Is the current bid a secret? Like, is it public? If I go look at it, can I tell what the Oh, no, it's all is? public. It's all public. And there and there's no, like, there's nobody calling me and I'm placing bids. What is Everybody's the, on their own. What is the current bid? I don't know. Do you, I oh, haven't you been know. on since I've been up this morning. Oh, but really? I, so All right. I'm Maybe. sure it's a, a, approachable at this point. People like to wait till that last two or three hours to give me a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And so other famous artists. So in addition to Larry Elmore, obviously, he would be at the top of the list. But uh, how many bowls did you paint that are in the oh, or that, that well, you I'm, made? I'm not famous, but I, I did about eight, I guess, or a total of mine. Or so w- would I know that they were yours by by looking at them? If or? you look at the bottom and find my name. Okay, so they, they are <laughs> named on the bottom. And so that's why you go through and you turn them all over yeah. and see okay um and then we've got like cody ray he's an up-and-coming artist that we had at art in the park and mm-hmm. Rhonda frank has got some in and then deb mulligan some some of those names are familiar from our art in the park oh interesting okay it's four o'clock today four to seven this four evening to seven at, but get there early for the best selection of keepsake and yeah, one of a kind got your na- if you've yeah. got your eye on a prize you you better get there all right so take a friend grab a couple of friends grab, matter of fact Let's see, most passenger cars fit four people. So grab three friends and drive them to the Empty Bowls event at St. Joseph tonight. There is parking in the back and out front, too. All right. It's wonderful to see you, as always. Good luck tonight. Thank you. That's Debbie Childress from the Grayson County Alliance Empty Bowls fundraiser tonight. Got to get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on In the Know. Balls in your tool chest will help prevent rust. Yes, but it'll make your nose hurt. Yeah. They even still sell moth balls? Yes. Mm-hmm. They do. Yep. We uh, we use some as uh, no shoulders defense mm-hmm. a few years ago mm. when we were having a particular problem with no shoulders around here. Didn't work. Um. <laughs> No, that was before well, your time. Probably, I was going to say I had it, a. It probably did improve. I had a war with some, one a couple, but had a war with one a couple months years ago. Like with anything, you if you remove the food source of anything, then mm-hmm. that thing will. Uh, I won the battle. Disappear. Well, you yeah, really you're, did. You're well, I, well more my my. Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? My compatriot. Ah, finished the task. Yeah, got it. Uh, the weekend box office uncharted. Topped the weekend with a $44 million debut. Behind that was Dog, Spider-Man No Way Home at number three, Death on the Nile at four, Jack Wagon Forever at five, and Marry Me at six. What is Uncharted? I have never heard of that. Um, It is a game adaptation from Sony. And it was a big-budget action-adventure. Is that Mark Wahlberg? Tom Holland. Yeah, that's Mark Wahlberg in the back. Is that Tom Holland in the foreground? Yeah, it looks like Spider-Man. So Spider-Man gets two out of the three. I guess so. Uh, (laughs) I did not know. I I did see something the other day about, I don't know if it was on Jeopardy or there are biopics being made about famous musicians. And I apparently learned as a result of that that Weird Al is getting a biopic, Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, we. I think we had this story when you were gone one day. Okay. Well, I did not know that Daniel Radcliffe was going to play Weird Al, and so seeing Daniel Radcliffe in it hurts me. It, yeah. It it literally looks like they went to the Halloween store and just said, "What's the first one we can find?" Yeah. It's, but again, Daniel Radcliffe, it, like a lot of you know these actors, I don't know that he'll ever not be Harry Potter. Yeah, it's going to be hard. He's to... tried, but yeah, and it's just there's there's a few of those actors that it's just like you you're, can't you're, get out yeah. of the. Does he? It's like Macaulay to... Culkin. You know, you're always Home Alone kid. But it's even worse for here's a better here's a better example, I believe. Is 
Daniel Radcliffe to Harry Potter is Mark Hamill to Star Wars. So Mark Hamill will always be Luke Skywalker, no matter where he goes and whatever he does in life, to the point that I know he's done some other things, but I couldn't name a single one of them. <clears throat> Daniel Radcliffe probably should have just said, all right, I'm Harry Potter for the rest of my life. And that's it's just... Not, it's not like he doesn't have any money. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. It's like... It's not cheap. It just looks odd. And I got to tell you, I mean, I'm from the Weird Al generation, and I'm definitely weird. So, but I don't know. I don't, like, can we do an entire movie on Weird Al? Like, is that, have we exhausted all of our other musicians to go, we need, this needs a biopic treatment. Are we there with Weird Al? I think he's he's interesting enough. Because you get all the parody. I wonder how much they'll go into all of the... uh, Oh, see, I like him. I think he's nope. he's got some talent. Um, it's, he's an interesting story. He was I saw him interviewed by Dan Rather, and he, he's an interesting. He, interview. Yeah, he was in like all the Supreme Court stuff and all that too, with based on parody and all oh, that. Oh, right, right, right. So I'm right, curious how much yeah. do they focus on that? I remember just saying, as somebody who had to go through broadcast law in college, that was definitely a topic we talked about. Dave Chappelle is producing four new comedy specials for Netflix. In other words, that's Netflix and Dave Chappelle's way of saying, you cancel me? <laughs> you want to cancel me? I'll just bring four more specials to the platform. So that's um, Netflix did the right thing. They let the market the market sort it out. So Netflix says, okay, we're going to do a new deal with Dave Chappelle. It's going to be four. It's going to be four new um, uh, four new shows coming to the platform. Guess what? If nobody watches them, then the market will have said. We don't like Dave Chappelle. If people watch them, then you let the market decide, and that's what they've decided to do. So good for them. Molly Ringwald's mom. Oh, dear. (laughs) So you know in 16 (laughs) Candles, the premise of the movie 16 Candles is that Molly Ringwald's family forgets it's her birthday. Right, That's the premise by the title. They forget that it's her 16th birthday. It's creative. After turning 54 on February 18th, Molly Ringwald shared a text exchange with her mother who had forgotten to wish her a happy birthday. (laughs) And so she says, like, life imitates art. And she said, how true. It took me a few more years to forget than your 16th birthday. How how old's her mom, though? Well, I'm going to. I'm going to predict she's got to be in her 80s at least, right? Well, I would think I would start at 74 and start to go north from there. Uh-huh. That would be. So, at some point in time though, isn't it okay? Do you, don't your kids get to be a certain age where it's like I don't they don't you don't have to get them a pony for their birthday anymore. 24 right now, 24, almost 25, like so yeah, that. that's 100%. Uh, I don't care. The Jawan Howard deal uh yesterday, the fight that broke out in Michigan and Wisconsin what do you make of it, Sam? Anything? I mean, he deserves to be suspended. There's no doubt about that. It, by the way, it wasn't a punch. I, I mean, it was a. It was a. Uh, I mean, it was more of a, a something gr- slap, girl slap, or something. I yeah, I mean, know. it was a. It was a. It was a slap, though. There's no no doubt about that. I mean, he he made contact. Yeah. I, it looks, what did you think of the other the Wisconsin assistant uh, coach yeah, off on the side? Nice. Gave him a little bit of the. Yeah. You know. I've got two WWE words. in there. Got, got two words for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh and then I ran across this list. This kind of made me laugh. Uh after we saw a week ago, we saw Dr. Dre in his fifties, Snoop in his fifties, fifty cent is not yet in his I don't he's not in his fifties yet, he's in his forties. Uh Eminem's in his forties. Mary J. Blige, she's in her fifties. And then we had that moment last week when we realized how old Ice T is. <laughs> like we knew he was older, but all of a sudden, when we realized that Ice T is going to be drawing Social Security next year, like it was, it was strange. So that led me to a list of geriatric rapper names. You know, young young MC, not young anymore. Young MC going to have to be old MC. But how about? Ice Pack. <laughs> That's a good old rapper name. Uh, lazy. <laughs> Jay-Z becomes Lazy. Uh, Busta Rhymes now will be known as Busta Hip. I was going to say, I can yeah. see where that one was going. Mm-hmm. Slim Shady Acres. 
Tone Loke is now going to be known as Tone Deaf. <laughs> He's always been kind of Tone Deaf. Um, 50 Centrum. Shout out Centrum. That's my uh, preferred vitamin of choice. And Chance the Napper. Ooh, no more Chance the Rapper. That's a good one. Chance the Napper would be geriatric rapper name. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Nose. MB's point to ponder for today. So you remember back to your school days when you had uh, group projects. Your teacher would assign a project and you'd have to have a group that you worked with. The worst. Yeah. So is Wikipedia the biggest group project in the history of mankind? I mean, Wikipedia is just, you got all those Wikipedia editors, people that go in and, you know, they're responsible for edits and changes and overseeing. Can you think of a bigger group project? No. No, not I really. mean, you're, you're, you're not wrong. Really, I guess that's what it is, a big a big. Which is dangerous project. because How some thick. people well, try to pull their weight a little bit more than you, others. You can change it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. But also, you can go in. Anybody can go in and change something on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. but it's basically only until someone catches it and says, no, that's now not Now, Wikipedia, for any back. page that matters, you can't do that. Oh, I see. Like, you could go on there and change Joe Biden's whatever. Oh, I hadn't, hadn't thought of that as an idea. <laughs> Donald Trump. That's a good one. I, thanks for reminding me. Your Wikipedia page might be able to be edited. Sure. Though. Well, because I'm such an enigma. They mm-hmm. don't know what's true and what isn't. Mm-hmm. On television tonight, The Bachelor on ABC, on the CW, the series premiere of something called All-American Homecoming, and on NBC, the series premiere of something called The Endgame, uh, two-hour double elimination celebrity Big Brother tonight as well. Hey. Lady Cougars, Butler County. 7.30 is what time they say the game's going to start, but I wouldn't imagine it starts at 7.30. You going to check out the hospitality room, Sam? I don't know if they'll have one. They didn't last year because of COVID. COVID's but, uh, over uh-huh. until Morgantown. I said COVID's over. Well, I mean, they need a hospitality room. I don't know. I, I'm hoping that I can It's an endemic now. Into. They need an endemic an endemic hospitality room. Well, I just I don't like it when they when they only open it up. In between the two games, uh huh, yeah. So it's because, for the teams; it's not for the media, uh huh, right, uh huh. Because we're working between games, aren't uh-huh. we, Sam? Mm-hmm. Yep. Today's highlight in history: this day, nineteen seventy-five, former Attorney General John Mitchell and former White House aides H.R. Halderman and John Ehrlichman were sentenced to uh, two and a half to eight years in prison for their roles in the Watergate cover-up. In eighteen eighty-five, the Washington Monument was dedicated. Christy Yamaguchi won the gold medal in ladies' figure skating in the Alberville Olympics for the United States this date in 1992. Billy Graham passed away this date in 2018. It's hard to believe that's been four years ago already. He was uh, age 99. Still one of the greatest honors of my lifetime to be able to uh, see Billy Graham and his family lying in uh, Billy Graham lying in state in or in repose in the U.S. Capitol building. Oops, oh, just. An amazing experience. Birthdays today. David Geffen is 79. Tyne Daly is 76. William Peterson is 69. He played Grissom on CSI. Kelsey Grammer is 67. Mary Chapin Carpenter is 64. Titus Burgess is 43. Jennifer Love Hewitt is 43. Jordan Peele is 43. B. Aaron. Charlotte Church is 36, and Sophie Turner is 26 today. Gone Game of Thrones, isn't she? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sansa. Sansa Stark. Emma Bombeck, uh, Bombeck gone but not forgotten, 1927. Nina Simone in 1933. Maru McClanahan in 1934. So one of the, I guess, uh, I don't know if Rue was the first golden girl to depart. Um. No, B. Arthur's been gone since before uh, 2010. B. Arthur's been gone for quite a while. Uh, it wasn't until 2010 that Rue McClanahan passed. John Lewis, civil rights activist, politician, statesman. John Lewis, born in this date in 1940. Alan Rickman, born this date in 1946. Professor Snape. Professor Snape. 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 We lost him. It's been six years. Yeah, it's now. been a while. Because his, his, was, his was unexpected. Because he wasn't that old. Gone but not forgotten. 
Thought That's our list for today. Here are your chart toppers for today. 1955, Johnny Maddox with the crazy auto medley. Sounds pretty crazy to me. Auto. O-T-T-O. I thought you meant auto like an automobile. No. No, like Joey Votto without the V. Mm. I've seen now I'm speaking in language that mm-hmm. you better yeah, understand. I know, I know. I got, even though uh, baseball's depressing me right now. 1964, Stonewall Jackson, number one. Everybody with BJ the DJ. He played what they liked to hear. Built himself up quite a reputation. Oh, by the way, it's uh, Stonewall Jackson and Friends. And his mom would always win. That's John Conley, isn't it? It sounds like John Conley. Is that one of Stonewall Jackson's friends? Do you know? I thought it was. Sam, you're the Joe. expert on John Conley. I thought Joe Jackson was one of his friends. Shoeless Joe, okay. right? I'm not sure they were contemporaries. 1982, The Cars and Shake It Up. I wish I had a chronometer on the number of hours spent roller skating in the basement <laughs> at home to this song. Does Misty still do that with her new yellow ones? Mm-hmm. No, but not to The Cars. Not to The Cars. She probably like Eddie Rabbit or something. Let's go to 1991. Whitney Houston was number one. All the man that I need. So Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC was on Celebrity uh, Big Brother. I expected a fair amount of NSYNC puns, <laughs> but they've really kind of overdone it. It's I like agree. Every, yeah, yeah. It's like, Any opportunity yeah. that they had, they did it. Chris Kirkpatrick but. and I weren't NSYNC, <laughs> or if he got evicted from the house, we had to say bye, bye, bye. And it's just like, There's a lot, on. but we laughed at yeah. every one of them. Britney Spears Circus number one in 09. And finesse, Bruno Mars and Cardi B was number one four years ago today. That seems long ago already as well. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Family is not an important thing. It's everything. Family is not an important thing. It's everything. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.